Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Come on, listen to the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Yes, the Mikey Bet Show, where the bookies get on. everybody to the Mikey Betts show. We have a real good one this week. It's the Super Bowl edition. Uh, the Super Bowl edition is brought to you by Bet Rivers Casino. If you guys uh, know any anywhere to go and bet, you guys want to make some money playing this game, uh, go ahead to Bet Rivers, download the app, use the promo code Mikey Betts, and you will get a match bonus up to $250 on your first deposit. Uh, with that being said, we have our co-host Elliot. What's up, Elliot? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good, good, good. And uh, our very, very special guest. I know the Twitter world is uh, going crazy right now. Uh, Mr. Gotham City Vig, what's going on? He's got his red wine ready to rock. <laughs> red wine, orange shirt. Yes, sir. Yeah. So uh, for the listeners, the ones that can't see the video right now, uh, Gotham City Vig is in a Bengals hat, a Bengals jersey. Uh, and, uh, if that doesn't tell you his pick, I don't know what does, but, uh, we'll start into it. With, <laughs> we'll start into it with that. So, uh, why are you all decked out in your Bengals gear? Oh man, got to represent, you know, uh, uh, a lifetime, you know, of watching this, uh, the wife's a former Bengal cheerleader, nice. uh, the friends on the team, uh, you know, just, you know, connected you know what i mean and uh not really a a super fan for the game like i don't you know bet favorites or teams that i love we don't do that here we you know we take our metrics and really dive deep into it a little bit but uh yeah i gotta show a little love today and i figure there's no better way to start off the podcast and with that nice little orange and black right there for you absolutely so let me ask you i mean since you are from ohio I, and you know what time out before we go into that why does everybody think that you're let's keep Joey? it that way how's that sound? yeah <laughs> you know what let's keep it that way so you're in that, that way that's that's the better way so philly. gotham city big <laughs> from philly not gotham city uh <laughs> i still got some snow out in the front yard i can still show you so they might buy it you know what i'm oh, saying oh yeah hell yeah uh so what does it take for you? For me, it's hard coming to the Bulls and like just deciphering being a fan versus a better and a handicapper, right? So as a, I wouldn't say a fan, but a fan of the Bengals, how do you decipher being a better 
a handicapper versus just being a fan? And how do you separate those two, even when you're betting for them? Uh, great question. I sit down with a piece of paper and a pen and I start looking at metrics. I write right. it all down. I look at all the scenarios, all the situations. You know, I have no fandom with, you know, Joe Burrow, the Bengals at all. I mean, truth be told, my favorite team's the Seattle Seahawks. So if there's any bias, it's right. probably towards the Seahawks a little bit. I fell in love with that Legion of Boom defense when they had it. And I thought that was like the greatest show on earth. And, you know, kind of fell in love with Russell Wilson and all those guys up there watching that because I thought they were the best. So really just, you know, putting it down on paper, man, just really looking at it, watching, studying, checking it out. And then, you know, basically just sciencing it out with the way, you know, that I do things and stuff like that. And when I've been able to break it down, I've been able to separate that. And, you know, that's kind of how we try to do it. Nice. All right. So looking at those metrics, though, what metrics are you going by? You know, especially you're taking heart out of the equation of being a fan. What exactly are you, you know, when you're, when you're writing things down, are you going guy for guy, position for position? What are you looking for? So in this particular game, for me, I'm matchup for matchup here because they're unfamiliar with each other. So I'm looking at previous history matchups, previous historical matchups. Trey Hendrickson versus Andrew Whitworth, 2019. Hendricks owned him in that game. Big deal. Uh, Awuzie versus OBJ, Dallas Giants. You know, he had a pretty decent matchup there. Uh, Mike Hilton, excellent matchup against Cooper Cup in 2019, one-on-one with about 80% cover rate on those routes. Like, you got to look at those things, man, and try to make some sense and some science out of it. I mean, I know the whole world sees, you know, this L.A. Ram team that they've built. They have all-stars on every side of the ball, and there's no question. They should be the favorite in this game. There's no doubt about it. But when you put it together and you look at a team and you look how things have played out, you know, I think two of the three playoff games, they've won by three points, right? So the spread's four and a half. So then you look, are the Bengals better than, you know, the the 49ers? Well, if their punt returner didn't drop two punts in that game, they win it going away. You know, that was the cost for them in that game where they lost to Frisco in OT by three points. So we kind of try to metrically, you know, build it out like that a little bit. Normally, I'd have a whole bunch of like offensive line metrics, defensive line metrics, pass uh, rush win rate, uh, pass block win rate. You know, we'll look at all those metrics and things. I don't know that they mean as much in this game because they're so emotion. And with the length of halftime, there's a real momentum shift in this game and this change. So, I, I, you know, the Bengals have been an amazing second half team, right? They've been unstoppable this year. So if they get down and now they get extra time to prepare, I mean, momentum's got to be on their side a little bit, right? So those are things to watch during this game and how it live plays out. Absolutely. That was uh, the most descriptive um answer i've ever heard in my life that was like the perfect breakdown ever <laughs> i'm just impressed by the history just the knowledge of these these matchups from back in the day i don't know if, if you have any kids but i felt like the, every kid i had i keep losing more and more sports knowledge from what i've i've you know so read saw in the past so i'm impressed I've got, by I've got two know. little girls running around they're uh, 12 and 8 years old filled with gymnastics so for the super bowl prep i've been doing this for almost 2 weeks now and I have to do it like after work, put them to bed. You know, I'm up at one o'clock looking at all this stuff. And it's something that I love. After the Super Bowl, I'll put it down for a while. I'll pick it up around March Madness a little bit. And then back for the NFL season is kind of what I do. You're not a basketball guy, though. You're not a, uh, a NBA guy. N- no, I I, I don't. I, I very, you know, like I bet the Charlotte Hornets tonight. I have no idea what so they're did doing. I. Five and a half or five, whatever it is. <laughs> I, I see numbers in the market that I like, you know, and I'll, I'll watch like college and NBA from a market standpoint. Mm-hmm. 
and I'll just look at the numbers and how they come out and shift and move. I'll, I'll play games like that, but I won't play games from a metric standpoint. Like I don't have the manpower to, you know, to do anything like that. You look like a huge James Harden fan though. I mean, don't you like James? (laughs) (laughs) Who's James Harden? This is, this is all my boys in Philly. I, I'm really hoping that he and Embiid can mesh and they could actually have a really good run. I, I, I was giving him some stuff the other day just for fun on Twitter, as we all do with each other and stuff like that. But I'm yeah. hoping they can get a combo together. I absolutely do not, because as a Bulls fan, you know, we don't want to see Philly winning at all, and, yeah. any, ever, right? Because, sorry, Philly fans and uh, listeners, please don't hate me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... Doing with whatever, everything that you said, you said that the cover rate for Cooper Cup is 80%. Everything that you said probably favors towards the uh, the Bengals, right? Yeah, from a defensive standpoint, you know, I mean, the Bengals should should perform really well from a defensive standpoint in this game. You know, the big issue for Cincinnati, and, you know, it's no secret, we all know this, is can they scheme the Rams to keep them off of Joe Burrow? I, I believe that that is the whole mm-hmm. game in a nutshell. And, you know, if you look at the last game against Kansas City, right, they have the best, most powerful nose tackle in the game in Chris Jones. He didn't do anything in this last game. It was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Um, The Bengals have um, their right guard coming back in this game uh, who hasn't played for a little bit, but his back injury is better, so he's going to play. You know, and the Raiders, who have a really, really high sack in uh, adjusted uh, pass rush, the Bengals kept him off of Burrow in that game too as well. So, you know. If if Joe is standing in this game, <laughs> obviously a big F, but amongst a lot of people, uh, this is the Bengals game, man. If Joe Burrow standing, I really hope to see Joe Burrow do. I, I hope that he's successful, and it would be great to see him win. Right, obviously, but wouldn't it be nice to see Matt Stafford, you know, get a ring? Absolutely, hundred percent. Right? And and I'm not, you know, not enough of an NFL fan to root for, you know, what Matt Stafford's been through. I mean, those years in Detroit, I mean, oh, man, you know, what they've put up with that fan base and all that stuff. Absolutely. I think it'd be I'm just rooting for a really good game and a really close game, you know, because I know a lot of the there's a lot of people betting the L.A. Rams money line and I get it. But there's also a lot of people betting the Bengals points, you know, and right. we both could win doing that sort of scenario. And exactly. So it, it, it'll be cool, too, as well. It's funny what you say about uh, Matt Stafford, though. Like everybody talks about Matt Stafford as if uh, he was in prison forever. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's a it's a huge knock, like it's a knockout punch or a gut punch every single time to a Detroit Lions fan or or the Detroit Lions organization on just how bad they are. Because every oh Matt Stafford, thank God he's out of Detroit. Like it sounded like he served two tours. You know what I'm saying? Like every single time, which is just a slap in the face to Detroit, and I love it. So um, seeing him win would just prove how bad that organization is, and uh, it would be great for me as a as a Bears fan. I don't know. I've been hearing a lot of people talk about the Bengals, though. I know the Mattress King put down ten mil on the Bengals money line. How about that? They're the they're the popular pick. That's why. You know, a lot of the people I've been talking to, and I actually bet on the Bengals leading up to this point, but the public's on them now. And and there's one thing, I mean, betting betting against the public's generally a good idea. Yeah, Mattress Mac, but uh, I think it's now 10 million even, right? 4.5 and 5.5 on the Bengals money line. That's how much you have too, right? That's what you were saying, right? <laughs> You're 10 and a half, 10, 10 mil? All right. I, I would I wouldn't share that here publicly with you. Maybe off <laughs> we could chat a little bit. Um, I thought that was your Gothelinium picks. What are you talking about? That's what I was doing every single time. <laughs> That's great. Uh, we 
I would not bet the Bengals money line in this game just because I think it's going to be a really close game. Mm-hmm. And I think the values on the Bengals in the four and a half, it's not to say that they can't win the game, but I think the four and a half is probably, you know, a good number. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like four and a half just because it's gonna, I think it's going to be close. And you see, my thing was, all right, the Rams, they barely beat the 49ers. I'm not saying the 49ers were bad. That's not saying a knockoff to them. But the the path to the Super Bowl that the Bengals had to do was a lot harder than the path that the Rams took. In my opinion, yeah, you had to go against Tom Brady, the GOAT. I get it, but he was 44 years old. You're going against yeah. a prime Chiefs, de- uh, not prime Chiefs defense, excuse me, um, prime Patrick Mahomes, you're going against them. Uh, you face a good Titans team with Derrick Henry coming back, and you still find a way to get to the Super Bowl and win, or not win, but you have the, the you have a chance to win. You're not that much of a dog, right? So I Absolutely. think that uh, the momentum and uh, you know a lot. Of, I hear a lot of people saying, "Oh well, uh, the Rams are focused. They're staying. They're staying close to each other. They're not going out." And the Bengals. I hear all the Bengals players are going out this and that, and and I I just can't agree with it. I just think that's a um, uh, a thing in the media, something that the media threw out there to try to, you know, probably Vegas is writing these articles. You know what I'm saying? Because I haven't seen, heard, or like noticed any single Cincinnati Bengals player out doing anything, having fun or partying while they were in LA. And that's hard to do. So you got to stay focused. I agree. Uh, you know, their head coach gave an interview. Uh, it was kind of funny if anybody remembers before the Las Vegas Raiders game, which was a really big turning point in the Bengals season. Mm-hmm. And he even liked how much he liked to play um, craps out in Vegas and that he would go out for three days without his wife, sit at a craps table for over eight hours and play craps. And I'm like, I mean, that's incredible. Right. And he said, look, business trip, if we win, I'm bringing my whole team back in the summer. So they have like this agreement on the team that if they win, they're going to go to a couple places where they really wanted to go out and party. And they're going to do that as a team. And, you know, if you look at Burroughs history here, all these people are following him. You know, they're not going out in Cincinnati. You don't see the players out. They're not partying. They haven't done that this year. That is all wash under the bridge. That's not happening. You know, if you remember, the Bengals had a horrendous uh, time in the Super Bowl, they had a player named Stanley Wilson, who was known as the steamer. And, uh, you know, he had a little bit too much fun the night before and a little stuff and ended up not playing the game. And it ruined Cincinnati's chances, really, because he was their kick returner, punt returner, great running back. And, uh, you know, that's a real famous story in NFL lore. <laughs> so they're really dialed in. Um, I hope they have the manpower to beat this all-star team of the LA Rams. It'd be pretty cool to see. Hell yeah. All right. So let me ask you, uh, I'm going to throw a couple bets at you. Uh, obviously, if you don't know them, um, everybody that's listening is going to be writing them down with a pen and a paper right before the game starts. <laughs> so no pressure at all. Yeah, you know? no problem. Sure. Lots of people's money's on the line, thanks to you. But don't worry about it. That's that's how it works, right? If we win, we're, we're amazing. If we lose, we're scumbag losers that should be shot on sight. So uh, Super Bowl MVP. I know there's a lot of favorites, like we have Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow, Cooper Cup, but do you have any sneaky underdogs that have a chance at being a Super Bowl MVP? Uh, I do. Um, Mike Hilton for the Bengals at cornerback, if it's super sneaky. Okay. And uh, Blanton, the tight end, who's going to replace Tyler Higbee. Now, these Ooh. are let, – let's, let's, put, let's put this in context, okay? My two Super Bowl plays that I made for MVP – um, I played uh, Joe Burrow and I played Cooper Cup because of the number. And we're talking, these are half unit plays, right? right? We're not, 
going and, and betting, you know, 25 units on, you know, Super Bowl MVP because there's so many things that happen. But, you know, like half unit. And then I included those other two, you know, just for fun. I know a lot of people have bet um, Evan McPherson for the Bengals at 150 to one. There's been what this will be the 50. This is 56 or 57 Super Bowl. There's never been a kicker that's won the MVP in I, I, you know, with Joe Burrow's face, I just don't see them giving it to Evan McPherson, no matter what happens. In the so game. wait, it's never happened. It's not, a kicker's never won the MVP. So that must mean it's due. I'm hammering that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, exactly. So, all right, I'm going to look at another one. All right. Anytime touchdown score. Okay. Anytime touchdown score. Um, I like Cooper Cup. I like Joe Mixon. I'm going to go with Joe Mixon here at minus 104. Uh, who do you think, or who do you like, not who are you going to bet on, but who do you like uh, having the chance to score a touchdown this game? Really like Joe Mixon's chances. Yep. Um, I have to like Cooper Cup a little bit just because of what he's done. Um, you know, his numbers scream that he's got a, an excellent chance. I think McVeigh is going to try to force one to him because of what he's done, no matter what happens in this game. I think it's a pretty decent bet still. Um, a little sneaky one for me is Tyler Boyd, anytime TD. He's going to have the best matchup on this field mm-hmm. as far as from an offensive defensive uh, metric perspective uh, in the game, in my opinion. So I think a little sneaky Tyler Boyd, anytime TD uh, is a good kind of one off with uh, some increased odds. Love it. And then a little birdie told me that you love the over on you're the little birdie that told me actually, but uh, on over receiving yards for Joel Mixon. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a phenomenal bet at 24 and a half. You know, if you look at all of his metrics from this year, since week seven, he's averaged like 29 and a half yards per game receiving. I mean, that's over a period of time, you know, that's just not, Oh, I'm hoping that that hits. I mean, there's statistical data to back that up. I think it's an excellent bet. We also bet the over of 11 and a half uh, longest uh, reception yards for Mixon too as well. All right. I love it. Uh, I have a question that somebody wants to, I have a few questions so we can go into the mailbag, uh, but I want to, I'm only going into the mailbag early because uh, it has a, a bet. So uh, Jason Boone, longtime listener at J Boone 23. Everybody knows Jay Boone in the, in the animal family. Uh, he said, Will Will Snoop Dogg smoke weed at halftime? Uh, isn't it like plus 200 or plus 215 or something? It's like two to one, right? Yeah, right. I mean, it, it, the goal is just to light up. I mean, when he was in Cincinnati, right? And we are the most conservative, or Cincinnati is the most conservative town. I've seen Snoop three times and he's been walked off stage by the county commissioner three times. So if I, <laughs> I'm having my my money on a play, the answer is yes to that, <laughs> in my opinion. It might be fake, but he's going to light something up. There's no doubt. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And why not, right? It's L.A. It only, it's only he's in, fake. Yeah, he's in L.A. It's illegal. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, and I think that they're out to have a good time. So I think it'll be good. And, and you then put the, that cast of characters on stage if you don't want something bad to happen. <laughs> yeah, literally. What do you I'm think about the, the Super Bowl no, show? I, you- I, was, I was driving home yesterday. And the song or uh, the the rapper back then that Dre produced a little bit for his name, the DOC, if you guys remember him. And I was listening to two of his songs. They played it back to back. I'm like, I mean, that guy was like love like Dre was out there for that year that he came out. Everybody loved that dude. And I'm like, man, I wonder if like a guy like that's going to come out or something, you know, and perform and nobody knows it. So it'd be pretty cool to see. That'd be nice. So many guys from back then. How old are you? That's a weird question to ask, Elliot. You don't ask people that. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, because he's listening to some some old West Coast hip hop. I mean, that, um, that's like back in my, my day when I was my a kid. High, my high school era. We only listened to that was played for four years. Snoop, Dre. I mean, the DOC. You know, that, that's dog. all we listened to. NWA. You know, Easy E, Ice Cube, Ice T. You know, that's what we we I heard for four years. Yeah. So I mean, I, I know every one of those lyrics. <laughs> See, you're probably like me. What kind of music do you listen in the car with the kids? Uh, we we choose to we do EDM now, electronic dance music on Apple. <laughs> so you know they like you know Tiesto, the business. You know we're checking that out because they like the rhythm and the let's beat. Let's get down. I'll let's get the, down to business, dude. Yeah, I love it, that song. It's yeah. the best. So we got so we got some EDM going because they're they're two little hip hop little girls and they like to have fun. So I make sure we choose the good word selection so they listen hey, to that. That's what it is. I'll throw some good beats on there, and all of a sudden, a certain word comes out, and I'm like, oh, "Let's change." Yeah, can't can't be saying that. Or if you play the uh, the Marshall, or you bring in Eminem's album, I forgot what the one with Fac. You guys remember that song? Yep. So I'll never forget. I played that song. I played the CD in my car or in my my grandma's car. She took the CD, fucking whipped it out the the window because she was so mad that uh that song played. But it is what it is. <laughs> there's it a, there's a song i was trying to get the artist because we listen to it all the time it's uh, i can't come to the phone right now because i'm high in a cab right now that's what they sing all the time and they, they still don't <laughs> kind of really know what it and is they have no idea what it means right no idea but it's so cool we just keep it cool like that can't come to the phone right now because i'm high in a cab right now and that's what we that's their favorite song right now I, dude that's I, great I <laughs> All right, so let's get back uh, to our Super Bowl specials really quick. There's uh, there's a few uh, Super Bowl specials that are on Barstool's uh, sportsbook, which we don't represent, but we do represent Bet Rivers. If you guys want to use Bet Rivers, go ahead and use that promo code Mikey Bets. Uh, you get a free two hundred and fifty dollars if you. Well, let me scratch that. You get a deposit up to two hundred and fifty dollars matched on your first deposit if you use the promo code Mikey Bets. Uh, so basically three hundred free two hundred and fifty dollars. Just saying, what a nice guy I am. Uh Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup to combine for over two hundred receiving yards at plus a hundred. What do you think of that? Yikes, right? <clears throat> now it's getting now it's getting steamy. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an opinion, but I'm gonna preface with, you know, like I wouldn't play it, but I'll give you an opinion because that's what we're here for, right? Yeah, exactly. No, no, not every <laughs> and you know what? One eight hundred gambler to these people that are calling or tweeting at us every single second. What's the play? What's the play? I'll get it. I'll get a notification at three thirty right. in the morning. I'm like, dude, go to bed, please. Yeah. relax for a little bit. You know, right, right. So back one eight hundred gambler. You don't have to play every single pick that Gotham City Big says. Okay, or me. We're just giving our opinions right now. Okay, hey, amen. So- Amen. <laughs> Go ahead, make your pick. Um, <laughs> or not your pick, make your opinion. <laughs> so I'll be I'll be the only guy in the world, you know, because everybody's playing over Cooper Cup yardage. But I'll tell you, man, you know, Cooper Cup is probably the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. But I don't think people have been playing him the right way. So in that game in 2019, Mike Hilton played off coverage and did not press him at the line of scrimmage. Mm. And Cooper Cup only runs a 4-6-2-40. And I know it's different coming out of a cut or a break. Hilton has enough speed out of the break to keep up with Cooper Cup. I think that under 109.5 yards, which it's kind of at right now, is a really good bet uh, against the entire world on Cooper Cup. So if I had to make a bet on the combine yards there, I would go under the 200 is what I would do if I had to make a play. 
Okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, I think, I think uh, Jamar Chase might go off. I'm not sure. I know Jalen Ramsey is going to cover him, but um, I think that Jalen Ramsey does a better job of talking than playing sometimes. And Amen. Jamar Chase keeps his mouth shut and just does his own work. Uh, let's get into some of the, the fun. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say, uh, what do you think about the OBJ props? Cause I've been riding him lately and he's just been money in the bank. Uh, over 63 and a half yards and over five and a half receptions. I don't have anything on OBJ in this game. Um, I, I that number just seems so low to me. You know what I mean? Typical Browns like, fan. How was it? Typical how was Browns it? Browns fan. You know, and I kind of like look at that in first case, like why is T Higgins have a higher number of yardage receptions than that? If I'm reading that number that I'm betting under, you know, if I had to make a bet on that, that number, cause that seems so off to me, I don't have five and a, I don't know about the number of receptions, but if I had to make a play, it'd be the under. Oh, okay. You know, this is, this is a game, the Super Bowl, where, you know, if you go back and historically look at stats, except for the um, Atlanta new England game where they scored like a hundred points, <laughs> you know, a lot of the, a lot of the yardages are not what people think they are. You know what I mean? And it's really interesting to kind of just go back historically and look and stuff like that. Like, you know, this game's about guys doing things that they normally don't do. Right. Like, you know, the new tight end Blanton for the LA Rams, he might have a monster game. You know, he's great in the middle. Nobody knows who he is. Higby's out and stuff like that. And his advantage that Higby's out on third down, but you know, he may have a big game, you know, the running back cam Akers might be catching a bunch of passes out there and have a monster game and keep their reception yards a little bit lower too, as well. Because the Bengals pass rush, man, is coming after Matt Stafford in this game. A hundred percent. Over 1.5 sacks for the Bengals. I love it. I think it's a great play because Stafford does not have the fleet of foot. If right. you go back and watch that mm-hmm. Kansas City game, man, they had so much pressure um, on Mahomes. He was a magician not to have multiple sacks in that game. And I, I think the Bengals are coming with pressure. So I, I, w- I would like the under of uh, OBJ. Well, and my favorite thing is that everyone was like, well, you know, this is going opposite side for the defense, but oh, you know, Joe Burrow got sacked nine times against uh, Tennessee, yeah. but he won. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But he won. You know, and I know you can you can blame Tannehill, but they find a way. This team finds a way, and it's just weird. It's a good. It's it's a good team. It's a Super Bowl team. I right? agree. That's why they're in the Super Bowl. But um, let's step away from the Super Bowl bets and let's go to these fun bets. How long will the national anthem be? I know you studied this one. I know you studied this one. <laughs> so so uh, two day two days ago, I think it was. It was at a hundred seconds. And they had 11 max bets come in of over a hundred seconds, right? Yep. So now it's at what? 104, 105, maybe somewhere around in there. I think so it's at 104. What, yeah. So, I mean, if somebody had 11 max bets come in, then somebody's seen somebody perform or something like that. Right. But yeah. the history is against it. So the, the yep. national anthem <laughs> that's being sung has been, uh, they've, they've recorded it three separate times for the singer. It's 80 seconds, 84 seconds, and 90 seconds. I think those are the three numbers, if, my, if I'm remembering it correctly. So it's been significantly under 100 seconds. But when you see 11 max bets come in at 100, I mean, somebody knows something, right, that, you know, we don't. Right. So, you know, I, from a historical perspective, I would bet the under of 104. Uh, but that's kind of what I would do. But I bet the over the last couple of years, cause I, I hear tips, you know, you'll be on Twitter and you'll be like, so-and-so saw the, saw him, you know, re- rehearse and it's over the, yeah. 
So I'd literally done it like the last three years and it went under the last three years. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think now at 104 or, whatever, or 105, I mean, you kind of have to look or lean under, especially with the historical perspective of what's been, you know, done, uh, you know, before with the song. So I don't know. Mickey Guyton, she hits the bogey. Uh, 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 she's going to be extending that <laughs> stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, <laughs> it's going to work out. I think I'm going to hit the over on this one. Guys. You hit the over? That's cool. That's cool. See, I knew you guys studied this. I knew you guys were studying the player props or the special team props. Now, oh, yeah, we look, we look at it all. I just don't have a play on it because I <laughs> we, the, his, the history is with the under. And then when you see 11 max bets come in in a row and something, then it's like, ah, somebody's seen something. So, Literally. Yeah. All right. Gatorade color. Orange, yellow, green, lime, clear water, blue, red, pink, or purple. I should have gave it the odds. <laughs> you, know, you know we have to have a D-Gen bet on this, right? I mean, yes. so... I want to tell a fun story after this just real quick. And you guys will get a kick out of this. And this is a true story that was told on UK radio. And I'll explain it in a minute. Um, For this game, I made two bets. I bet orange and clear is what I played. And again, these are small half unit fun D-Gen bets is what I played. That's what I played. That's plus 390 and plus 186. You yeah. know something. You have inside information. I'm 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 hammering it. So on the Bengals, I do. On the LA Rams, I do not. I will be honest. So um I don't have the LA Rams color. I have the Bengals color, but I don't have the LA Rams color. So but the I'm Bengals kind of- are gonna win. So <laughs> uh then we're looking pretty good. Yeah, then we're looking pretty good. All right, perfect. So that's what we got yeah, everybody. Sam, Sam Hubbard actually said that every single game this year, the Bengals Gatorade has been orange. Yeah, and what people um looked at was in the AFC championship game, Zach Taylor had clear port on him on, on the sidelines. Oh, really? I didn't see yeah, that. I Elliot, do your oh. research. What is wrong yeah. with you? I'm just yeah. going what Sam Hubbard literally said from his mouth. Yeah. So I, I can't really give my source, but I have someone really close to me that I know very, very well. Joe Burrow. That is um, his first cousin. Um, and oh, I can't, what the fuck? I can't, go, I can't go into it anymore. And, and, and I'm going to leave it there. And I, I, I think I have a pretty good handle on what the color of the Bengals is. I just don't know what the LA Rams color is. So see, that is why you follow Gotham city big at Gotham city big, because no other person will know somebody's cousin to figure out something for Gatorade colors, right? <laughs> That's only here exclusively with the Gotham city big. So make sure you guys give him a follow ASAP. Uh, we're going to run through a couple more. We got some of the Mikey Betts mailbag. Um, and I know I wanted to ask you this because I know you're a fan, of obviously, the Super Bowl. And you've watched the Super Bowl forever. Yeah. Tell me your favorite commercial. Oh, man. Uh, it's got to be a Clydesdale commercial. I think the Budweiser Clydesdales are my favorite. With the I dog, think. right? With the yeah. dog, too, and the horse? Yeah, they, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and when Clydesdale. they kicked the field goal, I thought that was unbelievable. That was amazing. You know, you know Doritos... Doritos has been making really good commercials lately. Yeah. Right. I, is the, um, uh, is, oh, is, is the Pete Davidson commercial Doritos commercial this year that they've kind of partially released? Oh, I didn't even see it yet. Oh, wait till you see it. It's fabulous. He gets Are they dissing Kanye? Cause I'm uh, one of the former players. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got the, uh, I like the Doritos ones. I'm trying to think what other ones they got. There's going to be some new movie trailer that we haven't seen. That one's going to be good. Probably, probably not. Um, Ah, what's, there's another one. Elliot, help me out. There's a car commercial that's good too. There's a shitload of them, but um, hey man, my my fire fest was gonna be my cable went out earlier this week. What so, at a Comcast, <laughs> and then I had meetings scheduled, meetings I could not miss, so I wasn't even home for Comcast to get here. Literally just came on today. Wow, that's awesome. 
That's awful. See, no, that was, that was terrible. <laughs> so then next we are going to go to, we got player specials. I'm going to throw a couple more at you just because these are fun bets. Like I said, people don't bet these. Uh, any offensive lineman to score a touchdown is at plus 1700. Yeah, I don't, I mean, obviously that's a cool play. I mean, you know, I, I'd have to go research how many times that's happened. The, the bank that won't happen with the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, McVeigh has a little tendency in him and stuff like that. I mean, if anybody's going to do it, it's the LA Rams right in this game and maybe Whitworth like outside of the box release and try to throw right. it to him, you know, a little half unit fun DJ play. I got no problem with that at all whatsoever. So what, let me ask you this. What do you think, uh, what do you think about Sean McVay, right? Because Sean McVay has been shooting himself in the foot. And I feel like the last three games, he's been trying everything to do to lose these games, but he's still finding a way to win, right? It's kind of like, I don't know if you watch baseball, but the Joe Madden version for the 2016 Cubs, he, he kind of found a way to shoot himself in the foot every single time, but they still won. And now that I'm seeing this with Sean McVay, if he loses... What does that make of like his legacy and his career right now? Cause he's gone to the Super Bowl twice. And if he's got to win one, if he loses one, what is it, what is it in store for him, the Rams future? And just, what do you think about him as a coach in totality? So I think he's one of the better game planners in the NFL. I think mm-hmm. he's one of the better scheme guys from an offensive perspective. I think he knows how to scheme a defense to try to get open. The problem becomes when somebody schemes against him and then he has to make an adjustment. I think the great ones are able to adjust. I mean, the greatest adjuster in the history of the game is Bill Belichick. Whether you think that Tom Brady was, you know, his, his source or not, they're with the changes that they've made in game. They're the best, right? I think so at least. Um, So I I don't know that it ruins his legacy because I, I still think that getting to the Super Bowl twice says something in itself. I think the thing I question the most is some of his game management things. You know, it's not from an X's and O's perspective. It's all these timeouts that he's wasted, all the timeouts he's called, some of these coaching challenges he's done. I would expect that from Zach Taylor and not from, you know, Sean McVay, but he's been doing that, you know, the past several years. And you saw with Bill Belichick's scheme in that last Super Bowl, he couldn't adjust. I mean, they they could not adjust in that game. So I hope the Bengals have really watched the scheme that they laid down, you know, in that game because that's going to be a big part of the Bengals coming to stop them in this game. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, uh, like I told you, we were talking on the phone, what, two days ago, and I just, I want to see a good game. That's all I really want to see. Right. Yeah. I do uh, this, this game. And uh, that's, I hope that's what Sean McVay could bring us because uh, what you said is the adjustments. Can this guy adjust and could this be a good game? I think personally, this better be a good game, right? Because last year's last year's Super Bowl was a fucking dud, right? We were sitting there, everybody got all excited. I think you took, I took, I took the Bucks plus, uh, plus four. Did you take? Big. Yeah, right. Yeah, Big. it was plus three, and they ended up yep. winning. Obviously, everybody knows that, but it was just a yep. boring Super Bowl. Three I want in. something to ship us on out the way, and if the Bengals could win in a, a fucking stellar fashion. That would be the greatest way to go in the offseason because nobody wants to have a shitty game and go into the offseason and be like, all right, there, there you go. Guys, go have a good one. You know? Yeah. So we'll see what, what happens. We'll see how it does. Um, and uh, we'll go from there. But uh, do you have any plans for the Super Bowl? Are you going to do anything fun? So probably here, probably here at the house. Um, my little girls have already made all their costumes to dress up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, had a chance to go, but I don't like all the COVID restrictions, and I don't think that LA would be nearly as much fun as I think it would be without COVID. You had the so, chance to go, yeah, yeah. to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yep, 
Yeah. Why did you just say that so nonchalantly? Like that's not a big deal. I, you know, my, <laughs> I, I have a little one that has some uh, some immunity issues, and I can't go out there with her. You know what I mean? So no, we, a thousand percent. But yeah, just being able, able to have a chance to go. So, is so crazy. she came to me and she goes, "Now you know, Dad, we're 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 staying home and watching the game." I'm like, "Yeah, it's cool. It's cool." Yeah. I said, "You know, I got some Super Bowl tickets," and she's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Now, Mikey, Mikey, the world we live in, and nobody knows, buddy. Nobody yeah, knows exactly. That's crazy. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, we're just gonna stay stay quiet, have a little uh, party at the house, bet big, and just sweat at home, and uh, it'll it'll be pretty fun. Elliot, you got any plans for the Super Bowl? Yeah, just a buddy having a party. So same thing. Just head over there, smoke some food, grill some stuff, drink some. You know, I told you I got a big role on the. Uh, on the Super Bowl here, so I'm, I'm probably going to bet it all. That's why I'm, I was over here taking notes with uh, with Gotham City Big over yeah. here was talking. Elliot, what? Tell me what you're betting, man. Are you betting the Rams? Uh, that one is the only one I haven't figured out yet. I'm going over just because I'm an over guy and historically burns me. Like you said earlier, as you were talking about the the Super Bowls of the past, I'm just sitting there thinking about watching my TV just getting killed at the end of the game. Um, I actually, you kind of backed up one of my bets. It's a kind of a prop that most sacks. I uh, got the the Bengals at plus three fifty over the Rams. Boy, so. would boy that that's juicy, man. I, I I I got no problem with that. I think that's high value right there. Yeah, I went with. I, I've been riding OBJ, so I'm going with the OBJ over sixty three yeah, and a half. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I like the Joe Burrow over ten and a half rushing yards. I could see those guys getting after the edge. Him just taking one up the middle. And yep. just popping off for some yards. So yep. those are the ones I have circled right now. I and it's funny because you said the Cooper Cup under 109 and a half, which I also love because I agree with you. I mean, just keep the guy underneath. I know they move him around the field, but just keep yep. somebody over the top of him. Doesn't matter like how good of routes he runs. You just got to keep your you know him in front of you. Um, but he's just so sneaky, man. He's just so yep. slithery. Absolutely. So, and breaking news, sorry guys, I have to interrupt this whole podcast really quick. Uh, we just went eight and one in the Dunkin' Donuts race for the Chicago Bulls Dunkin' race. Um, it's a great feeling. It's great to be in first place. It's great to be a winner. Thank you, Biggie Bagel, uh, aka what they used to call me in high school. I appreciate you just coming out there and doing your best. Uh, we are now eight and one. Elliot is convinced that I know somebody inside sources. Not true. Can't. Couldn't be me. And uh, just want to thank the people, the the the, the people who uh, support the Dunkin' Donuts races. So that being said, had to do a little interruption for that. Keep following. We're going to be going to the moon and uh, you guys will have free Dunkin' Donuts the rest of your life. Thanks to real Mikey Betts right here. Um, sorry, I had to say that real quick. Have you guys been riding those picks? I mean, I'm eight and one. I don't like to toot my no. own he- horn here, but like toot toot. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I was going to jump on too late. Mikey, that's fire. I'm fire. Like, you can't stop the Duncan game. Yeah, there's flames on me every single time I talk. Flames. (laughs) So, all right. All right, we're done. We're done talking about the Duncan races. Uh, I will flex a little bit later on Twitter, but uh, we're done. I think just a little bit, just so you know, I think the Charlotte Hornets might have just cast. Let's fucking go. Dude, I I put a tasty parlay with uh, the... Uh oh, the Cavs minus six and the Hornets minus six. I put a fifty dollar bet down to win two hundred, and uh, we just cashed that in. So uh, cheers to uh, cheers to the big uh, 
the big uh, small market teams that are just winning us money. Absolutely. Um, so that being said, uh, we got a little bit more time with the King Gotham city big. Um, and we have a little bit more of the Mikey Betts mailbag. So we're going to go dive deep into that. Who do you guys like this Sunday? I think we just spent the whole hour talking about who we <laughs> like this Sunday. So uh, that answers your question at short D Oh, short end, but my D long. Okay. We all know what that one means. That's cool. Um, and then odds of any halftime performer. Oh, odds on any time a halftime performer swears. Um, well, I don't know what the odds are, but I will absolutely hammer. Yes, they are going to swear. What do you guys got? You'd think there might be a little bleep out. Hopefully it's not the whole thing. So we can hear the, these guys do their thing and lady do their thing. Um, yeah. I want to know where they have that bet offer. Cause I will bet. Yes. I'm yeah. going to bet. Yes. Heavy. There's somebody that has to do it. Right. Um, heads or tails guys, heads or tails. So I don't tell me, don't, don't tell me you did research with this. Uh Oh, okay. Did you do research on this? It's part of who I am. It's it's in my DNA, bro. It's, it's, it's like waking up. It's like, turn on the computer. You're my favorite person in this world. All right. Tell me the coin toss pick and tell me which one I need to pick. Cause I'm hammering whatever you tell me to pick. Here's, here's the interesting thing I can tell you. Normally heads is really bet very, very high. Okay. And in the past couple of days, tails has taken over immensely. Um, it's several sports books like they've never seen before. Um, so I'm going to lean heads uh, here, but, but I have something better for you. We need to bet the defer prop. Okay. okay. Which means that whoever wins the coin toss is going to defer. Uh, since he's 28 of 29, their last 29, and the Rams are 27 of their last 29. And in the Super Bowl, you want the ball first in the third quarter. It is enormous. So defer opened at minus a dollar fifty. In most shops, it's now 275. It's still cheap, man. I love the defer prop for sure. I love that pick. Yeah. I got another one for you since we're talking opening kickoffs and stuff. Uh opening kickoff, the first kick to just be a touchback is at minus 112 right now. Why would no. I not take that? Yeah, it's no for me if I bet that because what? You know, it's it's no for me if I bet it because the balls are really, really hard. They're brand new. Uh, they don't travel very far. Okay. So a lot of times these opening kicks are kind of, they do it on purpose to kind of get the game rolling a little bit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these games have been returned. So I like the no on that uh, uh, touchback. And I, I, I could see that too, because uh, this is going to be a lot of, people's first time watching a football game this year. Right. And uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure the NFL product, the brand does not want to see the product just being the first play, being a kick out of bounce and a touchback. Right. No. So I, I could see that, but also I could see McPherson just, or, or that's his name, right. Just fucking bombing one out of the, you know what I'm saying? Just so excited. Like, oh yeah, we got this. That's right. So <laughs> that's why I would take it. I just see McPherson. If I'm saying his name, what's his name? McPherson, right? Yeah. Yeah. First, okay. We cool. Start with, we, we start with the D Gen heads or tails. Then we go to the D Gen defer. And then we're into the kick. And we're breaking this shit down. We're breaking this minutes, shit down. We got three plays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't, this is why these people on Twitter, our listeners, be patient. We're going to make the play. We, we just gave you three plays in a minute. Imagine what we're going to do right now. You see what I'm saying? So, um, all right, we'll go through a, li- a little quick li- more of a lightning round because obviously that's what the people want to hear. Joe Burrow over 20, 275 and a half um, passing yards. 
I would lean under. I don't have a play, yeah. but I'd lean under. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd probably lean under as well. And then total touchdowns thrown by each quarterback. Uh, Joe Burrow's over one and a half for minus 155. I'm going to go take that. And then uh, Matt Stafford over two and a half at plus 148. I don't know if I want to uh, hammer it or if I don't know if I want to run away from it. This play kind of scares me just because how sneaky the Bengals defense is and nobody is accounting for the uh, Bengals defense right now. I Everybody's agree. only talking about the offense. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I would lean over on the Burrow, too, as well. I didn't play it, but I would definitely lean over there and no play for me on the Stafford side. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think that's it. I don't want to keep bombarding you with all these betting questions. I feel like a scumbag just milking you. No, let me, let me get I, I wrote down a couple just for fun. And Let's again, go. Fire I, away on these. It'll be good. So Matt Stafford over two and a half rush attempts, mm. I think, is, a, is an excellent play in this game. I think that's great. So I'm going to go to some real long shots here. Now, let me preface this again so people don't go spending their entire bankroll on something crazy. These are small half-unit fun plays. Fun Blanton, plays, guys. Blanton, the the tight end, two touchdowns and the Rams win is plus 2,000 or 20 to 1. It's a great long shot bet. Tyler Boyd, 70 receiving yards, one touchdown in the Bengals win plus 1400 or 14 to one great great bet now here's my favorite long shot of the of the day and again again small half unit samaj p ryan two touchdowns Bengals <laughs> win plus 7200 or 72 to one all right what the fuck he's their I'm a p ryan number. guy <laughs> and he's their third down guy and he's got a he's got a great chance and my last one is mike hilton uh to, to have an interception or over 0.5 interceptions uh it he's plus 750 so those are kind of some real long shot half unit fun plays uh, that i really like in this game i love it i love it i love it i love it well uh gotham city vegas been a pleasure having you on i mean this is probably one of the more fun ones. We can't wait to have you on as a recurring guest. Uh, I don't know, Elliot, you have any more questions for uh, Gotham City Big? No, I'm just over here taking notes, man. Just got some stuff down here. So, yeah, we definitely got to have you back on here to see how we all do on the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Yeah. Still got... <laughs> Sounds fun. I, I really enjoy it. I, uh, I, I If you're going to play the last little piece of, of something I'll give you, if you're going to bet the L.A. Rams, and I have no problem if somebody bets the L.A. Rams, I think it has to be the money line. All right. In this game. And I oh, think yeah. it has to be about an hour, an hour and a half before game time, because that line is going to come down yesterday. It went to a dollar 70. It was minus minus one seventy for like 20 minutes. And then it got hammered back up to minus 200. That line is going to come down and you're probably going to get a really good juicy number kind of near kickoff. If you're going to bet the Bengals, I think it's got to be four and a half. I think that's a great number. And I know I'll be against the world here. I bet the under of 49 in this game because of the Bengals metrics on defense and how I've studied. So I like the under a little bit. I like the Bengals at four and a half a little bit more. Um, So that's kind of how I see things. And good luck to everybody, man. This has been fun. I hope you guys have an awesome Super Bowl time. I hope everybody fun. Cash some bets, you know, be responsible, but have some fun, man. And like I said, you guys can, uh, if you guys want to bet on the game, if you guys are looking for some free money to bet on the game, go ahead and use that promo code MikeyBets, M-I-K-E-Y-B-E-T-S. Uh, when you download the Bet Rivers app uh, and uh, use that promo code, you will get a match bonus up to $250 on your first deposit. Um, and Gotham City Vic, I want to ask you one more question. Yeah, I'll ask you one more question. I have, um, I just got a message from um, a listener. 
who is begging me to ask you to unblock him. Okay. Because he, you, you, <laughs> you, you, he, you misunderstood him. He said, okay. Uh, Owen Noble 81 said, I was just trying to help the dude uh, not place a bet. And he took it as disrespect. Can you please tell him that I want to hop back on the show? So I had to say, I just had to throw the follow out. If you want to unblock the guy, you can, if you don't, it is what it is. It's not my page, right? So I had, I just had to, had to throw it out there. Okay. Owen Noble Burner unblock. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey Betts bringing the world together, right? I bring the world together. You know what? Some people are such assholes on Twitter where it's just like, I, I don't want to block people because I got time, right? I got time to just fuck around. And some people just don't got time, you know, like for the bullshit. I, I'm petty. I'm the pettiest person in the world. So if somebody, this is me, <laughs> I'm finding out who their sister is, who their mom is, who their uncle is, who their aunt is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's so great so, i wish i had that kind of time if i did it'd be a so <laughs> i i've tried to find the time you're I'm, up at I'm 1 a.m you're like, one you're up at 1 a.m making sports picks i'm up at 1 a.m thinking of clever jokes to get back at these people that are talking shit on twitter you know what i'm saying so that's that's what i do <laughs> well hey it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure having you on gotham city big we appreciate you um this was a Super Bowl special. We got to have you on soon with the panel. We'll probably have Matt or uh, the college kids. We'll probably have Philly Godfather Steve come on and uh, we'll all get together. We'll uh, do a little panel. It'll be a fun time too. Just kind of oh, like a, a knockoff version of follow the action. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, do, do I miss? <laughs> we had some good times on there and I love it, man. I, I love yeah, those it's always guys. a fun time. You know, uh, Philly's a great friend of mine, you know, uh, TCK and uh, Epoch, great, great follows, smart, Shout smart out I mean, they are, you know, they're ahead of the market and what they do and how they approach it. So kudos to them, big fans of them and stuff like that. And love to be a part of it. Can't forget about the rooster. Shout out the rooster. Philly, Philly, yeah, or sheepy. Oh, sheepy. can't forget about the sheep. <laughs> bad, bad. Jimmy the sheep, yes. yeah. Love, oh, yeah. love you some Jimmy the sheep. All right, guys, it's been a pleasure. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week. This was the Super Bowl special and look forward to any uh, content from us. You guys can find uh, Batman at the Gotham, or no, at Gotham City Vig. G-O-T-H-A-M-C-I-T-Y-V-I-G. You guys could find Elliot. Uh, Elliot, what's your handle again? At El Noriega 28. Go ahead and give him a follow. He is uh, an old timer on Twitter. So you guys need to get him. <laughs> like, you guys got to follow the guy, right? You know what I'm saying? So give him some follow, show him some love. He'll he'll give some engagement too. Um, and then follow me at Real Mikey Betts. This was the Mikey Betts Show. And we will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.